0: Hi there, this is Ellis Starr with your Key Races and Bets podcast for Preakness Day, Saturday, May 21st, 2022. As always, this Key Races and Bets podcast, as well as the written version of the Key Races and Bets blog, brought to you by amwager.com. A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com, a great completely legal online wagering site license in the U.S., Covering most tracks in North America and open to bettors and racing fans in most states. Check it out, AmWager.com. You can get the written version, the key race bet blog, by going to AmWager.com and clicking on How to Bet and L Blog. We're going to start on the Preakness Day card with Race Eight, the Dinner Party Stakes at Pimlico. This has a post of 2:49 Eastern, and it's first of a nice three race sequence. This appears to be a good betting race because the top two morning line favorites, Set Piece 8 to 5 and Atone 5 to 2, are both vulnerable. They can be beaten. Set Piece returned from seven months off last month was 8 to 1 in the Maker's Mark mile, ending up 7th of 8. Aside from winning the Grade 2 Wise Dance Stakes last June, the rest of his wins have either come in allowance or non graded stakes. His recent effort does not portend a Grade 2 winning effort here. Similarly, Atone has won 4 of 12 on the turf, but the last one came in November in a second-level allowance. He was 4th in the Maker's Mark mile last month, but I was not impressed, and I think there are others that can run better in this situation. The first of those is Beacon Hill, who opens at 9-2. to two. Beacon Hill came back from 6 months off, ran a few days after the Maker's Mark mile, also on turf at Keeneland last month. His effort was much better than either Set Piece or Atone, even taking into account the fact they ran in a grade 1 race. Beacon Hill rallied from 9th of 10 and just missed by a nose in a head bob. Joel Rosario was up for the first time, rides back, and with second off the layoff improvement looming, Beacon Hill should run even better and certainly good enough to win. The other horse we need to consider here is Tango Tango Tango, who opens it very hard to ignore 10-1 to odds, and has run big in two races this year in March and May 1st, both off a six-month layoff. He won the first of two at Gulfstream and easily won again at Belmont. That last win earned a career best and field high, one ten, last race Echo Base speed figure to boot. He cuts back from 10 furlongs, which makes him even tougher in the late stages. And Tyler Gathleone, who was up for the first of the two wins, gets back on as Pratt, who rode him his last win, is on suspension on Saturday. For second on exacted tickets, in addition to set-piece Natone, who have a shot to finish second, I'll throw in Nova Sol imported from Brazil over the winter, won his first U.S. start and allowance race, and finished third in the grade two Pan American last month after getting to second in the stretch. He should improve physically, could run second at decent odds. In the dinner party stakes, race eight Pimlico, Saturday, May 21st, post 249 Eastern. I want to bet both Beacon Hill and Tango 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 as long as they're five or two or more. If only one is, I'll bet one. If both are, I'll bet both and at 9 and 2 and ten one morning line. That's very likely. And the best way to capitalize a bank tour is to win in a race like this with bad favorites, especially when their odds may be different, as these two contenders, with the goal of maximizing our profit, is to dutch the win bet, which means to prorate it based on the odds. Amwager.com has a free and easy to use tool for dutching wagers, where you can set the amount you want to bet or the amount you want to win, and the math is done for you based on the odds. And this is just one of many great tools and perks for the better available at Amwager.com, which is available. To residents of most states and covers most tracks in North America. For the exact, I want to play Beacon Hill and Tango, Tango, Tango over Beacon Hill, Tango, 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 Nova Soul, Set Piece, and a Tone. And then we we'll are going to play doubles in a pick three. And these are kind of inexpensive here because I like only one horse, to the next two legs. In the double, in race eight, Beacon Hill, Tango, Tango, Tango. In race nine, Wheeland Springs. In the pick three, Beacon Hill, Tango, Tango, Tango. In race nine, Wheeland Springs. And in race 10, Joe. Moving on to race 9 at Pimlico on Preakness Day, Saturday, May 21st. This race has a post of 3.31 Eastern. And this is another race with a vulnerable morning line favorite. Two, actually. The top morning line favorite is Old Homestead at 2-1, who won the Lafayette Stakes last month with leaning wire to wire to bring his record to a perfect 3-for-3. The second morning line favorite, Cogburn at 5-2, who won in March off a six-month layoff and missed by a neck in the bachelor Stakes last month. The problem is both Colts have only one leading from start to finish. With Cogburn getting the rail and forced to go fast, and with another need-to-lead type in Dr. Jeff in this field, all three horses are likely to be susceptible to being passed late. Whelan Springs is the horse to do that passing. He just beat Cogburn in the bachelor stakes, but opens a 5-1 to one here, compared to 5-2 to two for Cogburn. William Springs going for his fourth straight win gets I read out. he's junior for the first time. The last race one away Echo Bay speed figure that's not only top in the field, but logically can be improved upon. As he's improved in three straight races already. He closed from fifth to win by five on April 9th. Three weeks later, stocked in second before getting up by a neck. So he can third, sit third or fourth here and pounce to win his second strikes in a row. In the Chick Langstakes race 9, Pimlico, Saturday, May 21st, post 331, I'll bet Wheeland Springs at even money or higher a true low-odds overlay win bet. For the double, just play a very simple double, straight, cold. Wheeland Springs in race 9, Joe in race 10. And even though we're only going to cover race 8, 9, and 10 here, I'm going to give out a pick 5 because it's fairly inexpensive starting in race 9. It's an all-stakes pick 5. In race 9, Wheeland Springs. In race 10, Joe. In race 11, B-Doc, Mr. Jefferson, and Uniki. I'll say that again. B-Doc, Mr. Jefferson, Uniki. In race 12, Caratari, 7 cents, Mr. Hustle, and Hollis. Caratari, 7 cents, Mr. Hustle, and Hollis. And in race 13, the Preakness. Simplification, Creative Minister, Secret Oath, Early Voting, Epicenter. Simplification, Creative Minister, Secret Oath, Early Voting, Epicenter. If all these horses run in all these races at the 50 cent... Minimum threshold for the pick five is a $30 ticket. And you can get my entire Preakness analysis by going to equibase.com and looking for the weekly featured race. Moving on to race 10 to close out this sequence is the James W. Murphy Stakes post time 412 on Saturday, May 21st at Pimlico. And this is another race with a single and only one contender, and that's Joe, who won the Federico Tessio at nine furlongs on dirt. He's won four or five on dirt, finished second in the other. Although he debuted on turf and finished fifth, that was a sprint, so it's irrelevant. The only other foal of his dam by superb grass-sire arch is a Molden winner in turf routes, and Joe is by declaration of war who's by war front, so has a really strong turf pedigree. As such, I expect Joe to transfer his top turf form to the dirt and win his second stakes in a row. For exactly anti-effective plays, we're going to do some three horses in second and third, I'm going to use Wild wow, Water Summer opens at 15-1 to who returned from five months off to rally from 12th to 3rd in turf sprint. Stretches out with John Velasquez aboard. Could be passing many of these late. I'm also using the five or 2 Morning Line favorite ready to perform who's a bit vulnerable on the win end. He won a turf route last September in his debut then won the Laurel Futurity one month later then ran 7th in another stakes at Del Mar. He's coming back from a long layoff and Cox only has so-so numbers with horses and turf routes coming back from 180 days or more. But he's talented and could be passing some of these late. The last one we use is Riot House. He's won two in a row, both turf routes. He earned the same 91 equibase speed figure in both races, compared to 100 for Joe. So it appears Riot House should be confined to a minor award in the James W. Murphy Stakes, race ten, Pimlico, Saturday, May 21st, post 4:12. I'm betting Joe at six to five or more. Another true odds overlay win bet. For the exact, I'm going to play Joe over wow, what a Summer, Ready to Perform, and Riot House. And for the trifecta, I want to play Joe over all over Wow, What a Summer, Ready to Perform, and Ride House. So we win if Joe wins, and any of those three come in second. We win if Joe wins, anybody comes in second, and any of those three come in third. And we win twice if two of those three horses, Wow, What a Summer, Ready to Perform, and Ride House, finish second 3rd Don't forget, you can get the written version of this Key Races and Bets podcast, which is the blog, by going to ambwager.com and clicking on How to Bet and Hello Stars blog. You can also follow me on Twitter at UberCatford I tweet out the links all the time. While you're at AmwayGener.com, if you're not a member, check it out. It is legal in almost every state and covers most tracks in North America. Thanks for listening this week, and we'll talk to you next week. Have a great Preakness Day.